Welcome back, welcome back. We are at it again here at Nerd Related Lobo Malo back with you guys for another edition of our weekly podcast here. Um, friendly reminder, we have spun some of this off into our Nerd Related Sports Edition, which we pump out a ton of more content. So if you are a nerd and love sports like me, make sure you check out that podcast. Our Twitter page is on fire with lots of polls, lots of interaction, Facebook as well. But if you're on this channel, you're here to talk about some nerdy stuff. So one thing that I keep coming back to over and over um, is mobile gaming and the popularity of mobile gaming. So I wanted to just have another one of these quick 15, 20 minute pods um, to just kind of talk about it, right? What is going on in the world and the opportunity that there is um, with some mobile games right now. I wish I had the talent uh, to create a mobile game because there is a ton of money out there to be made for it. Um, But overall, mobile gaming has eclipsed the total markets of PC gaming and console gaming combined. So they contribute about 57% last year of the total yearly revenue um, for video games, which is about $173 billion, which is... A whole ton of money. So, uh, ninety-eight billion came from the mobile market, um, and they expect it to grow. Let's be real, guys. Your your phone is a computer. <laughs> I mean, at this point, um, it's a computer. You can do anything you want on it, from reading a book to surfing socials to creating content to opening a spreadsheet and doing uh, calculations within said spreadsheet or. I'm writing a novel, anything you want. You can make podcasts out of it. I'm making a podcast right now off of my iPhone. I'm talking to you guys. So it's really your one-two go-to device to for really for everything. So it makes sense for gaming to be a part of that as well. So by the year 2030, they're expecting the mobile gaming market to grow to about $270 billion, which is insane. That's more than the combined gaming market right now. So gaming is a good place to be in, in general, right? Everyone's gaming. The pandemic, as unfortunate as, as it is, and as much pain as it's caused many people in the world, um, it's been a boom for gaming. I mean, you have companies posting left and right. Uh, their earnings are higher than ever. Consoles are selling faster than ever. What do you do when you stay home, right? Chances are you're going to consume a ton of media. So gaming is a part of that and it's the funnest part you can do it by yourself you can do it in groups i mean you really can game however you want single player multiplayer but focusing specifically on mobile gaming because i personally have never been a fan right i don't know if my hands are tiny for a bigger guy so it's not that the phone is too little um i have an iphone max so it's definitely not that i think i just being a console and a PC gamer just never really got around to like feeling like that was for me. And then it hit me. You know what, Lobo? It wasn't for you. Mobile gaming wasn't for you. At least not when it first started blowing up. It was for the casual gamers. It was for those people that don't have a console or a computer to play on and it wasn't really their thing. It's the ultimate portal to get into gaming. So all of the moms and the dads that don't have time, the kids that are at school in between classes, um, 
you know, the worker that is bored out of his mind sitting down at work right now, listening to this podcast, what can I do in between tasks or to distract myself or whatever? Let's pop in a game. It takes two or three minutes to play something. Let's do it. And a lot of these games are designed that way. You guys remember Flappy Birds? The dude was making hand over fist money everywhere. And all it really was is just tap the screen trying to get the bird to go through the pipes. Nothing groundbreaking. Um, but it was that portal, that introduction to, to have people playing the game. Now, fast forward some time and you have PUBG Mobile, which is enormous. I mean, I played it a couple of times. I still can't get behind it. I mean, I can't get behind PUBG in general. It's too slow for me now. I used to love it on PC and console when it first came out a few years ago. The mobile version's a little bit faster, definitely more colorful. Um, but so many people play PUBG Mobile. So many people that aren't even gamers. I mean, look at streams. If you go on Facebook gaming at any point in time, PUBG Mobile is probably the first or second game most streamed and most watched on that platform. Um, you know, Fortnite was on every device before their issues um, became apparent legally uh, with what they were trying to do. So they're, they're removed from a couple of sources now, but Fortnite might possibly be the biggest game in the world. You can play Minecraft on your phone. You can play Roblox on your phone. Those are two ginormous games that kids play, um, adults play, the streaming side of it. Everyone loves to watch the creation of it. But it wasn't even then, right? Like, okay, it's popular. You know, Battle Royale games are cool. But now you start seeing games that feel like you watch a trailer and you're like, man... Can't wait for this game to come out. And I'm thinking, all right, well, it's going to be on PlayStation or Xbox or it's going to be on a PC. And the game specifically that I'm talking about, and I'm going to make a follow-up YouTube video just for this game so you guys can check it out if you haven't seen it yet. So you start seeing uh, you know, the mainstream type of media developed games for the phone. So now you have a ton of Marvel games, DC games. You have um, Harry Potter games, Pokemon Go humongous pokemon unite is going to come out on the phones um soon too that's a switch game right now that is amazing if you haven't seen it big interconnectedness cross saving from device to device absolutely amazing marvel future revolution is the game that i'm talking about and it blew my mind this morning when it launched today 825 incredible graphics on your little handheld com handheld computer the story so far, the epilogue was amazing. And I'm just like, all right, well, now I'm going to play this game. So I'm jumping into the mobile side of gaming right now with this game specifically. And it's going to be one of those things where let's see how long it keeps my attention. But so far, the way this game was created, how it plays is amazing. And I'm thoroughly impressed. I mean, I think I get it now. Just being able to play it anywhere and do whatever you want. I mean, this morning I was right before work, got the email saying, hey, your pre-order, because I did pre-order this game, by the way, is available. Let's check it out. So I checked it out and I'm like, oh, man. Oh, man. I mean, you have so many people that are developing more and more for the mobile world or at least to be able to cross play with whatever game you're releasing. It's insane. I mean, I think the key, though, is 
mobile networks have gotten better. 5G's around and more readily available now. So that means that when you are playing those online games on the go, PUBG, Fortnite, um, Among Us, even now, you know, this Marvel game that's an op it's has single player, but it has an open world. You can have like a free for all for 60 something people. More on that in my YouTube video here in the next week or so. Um, that's important. It's just as big, not only to download the game, which unfortunately is starting to take up a ton of space. Marvel, for example, is like five gigs. PUBG is like four gigs. Um, but to be able to play with each other, it's actually pretty, pretty cool. It's super seamless for the most part. Um, but that's important. I mean, overall, like, it seems more and more people are going to move to that. I'll give you another example. Microsoft, with their Game Plus and, and their xCloud Gaming, is taking a huge step for you to be able to play all of their media, no matter where you are. Um, if you don't know what xCloud is, or I guess it's xCloud. Pretty sure that's what it's called. Um... Xbox is putting their, basically their Game Pass, their library, on the cloud for you to be able to access from anywhere in the world. And the goal is to be on any every device that you have, right? So at first, there was betas. You can get it. So right now, it's live on your phones, your tablets. It's live on other computers. And as of September, is just announced, it's going to be live on previous-gen consoles. And what does that really even mean? Let's stick with just the, the mobile side. It means you can play Xbox first-party games on your phone. This is huge. You can play Forza. You can play Gears of War. Whatever else they throw on there now that they have a deal with EA. Say Battlefield. I don't know how. I mean, you connect your controller to your phone and you just go. You play the game. I mean, it's the mobile aspect is turning gaming into something my 10-year-old self could never possibly even imagine. So as more and more people embrace mobile gaming, it's going to keep growing. And then when the majority of us, the gamers, right, the your elitist PC players, your console players, start dabbing more and more into these mobile games as they look and, and feel more incredible and you're able to play multiplayer and have just that dynamic interaction, it's going to get even crazier. One thing I don't like about mobile games, and it's the reason I kind of steered close away from it. So when I first, when this stuff started kind of blowing up, Clash of Clans was around, you know, at the beginning of that. Um, and mostly everyone I knew was playing that game. I didn't really like the feel of that, but there was a game called Spartan Wars that I'll never forget. And it's basically the same. Instead of Clash of Clans, it was like in Greece, uh, you know, hundreds of years ago. So I was like, all right, cool. This is cool. I can get into this. I love history, you know, thinking about doing some podcasts on just historical figures, maybe something nerdy around things we might not know. So I was like, all right, this is cool. Let's do that. So I downloaded and, and this is why mobile gaming is both popular and dangerous. So these type of games, if you've played them before, you can either wait for something to finish. Usually takes a few minutes or up to an hour. Or you can use resources or real money to hasten those effects or make them faster, right? So as I'm playing Spartan Wars, I'm like, all right, bet, I need this I need this soldier quicker. I need this building quicker. So I keep doing that. Next thing you know, 
I spent like $400 on a game in a couple of weeks. And I was like, oh no, mobile gaming is definitely not for me. And I just kind of never gave it another shot until today. And that's why I wanted to share with you guys. I mean, at the end of the day, this thing is only going to keep growing. It's, it's going to get bigger and bigger every year. There's financial opportunity for us to invest in some of this stuff, to create video games if you have that type of skill. If I was a coder, man, if I had any type of skill to be able to do that, I mean, maybe there's still a chance to learn, but creating a cool-ass game that you can put on, on a phone and reach hundreds of millions, if not billions of people, um, now's the opportunity to jump on board that have a cool idea, do it. I mean, at the end of the day, it's one of those things where the market is, is insane. Every country has some type of way to monetize um, video games on mobile platforms. There's definitely a lot more that we can jump into, right? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, gaming is going to be worth more than $100 billion, just, just the mobile side of it. Last year alone, it was close. Um, China kind of leads the way on this. Tencent Mobile, you know, Tencent, the company, um, it's a tech conglomerate, but they definitely make a shit ton of games, and they're the biggest iPhone gaming publisher. And they just keep spitting out game after game that gets super addicting. I mean, every quarter, more and more gamers start... I wouldn't say switching to, I'll never like stop playing on PC and console to exclusively play on my phone. But more and more people are discovering that it's cool to play on your phone. It's fun. And, and the experience isn't um, as terrible as maybe as it once was or as you're imagining. So that's really important there. Like the more and more people play, the more kids kind of come up with their phones and their mobile devices and not necessarily know what a console is until later, like that's going to be their, their platform of choice. It's what they know since they're tiny and your parent hands you over your phone, you know, when you're three years old to distract, to distract you. End of the day, there's so many popular games out there. I mean, at the end of the day, let's just talk for the next minute or so about what amazing games are out there for people to play and none of these are really kind of a thing that I've gotten into I try if a game is super popular I try you know I try to take a look at it and check it out like this Marvel Future Revolutions I've been hyped for for a while so I checked it out this morning and I am fairly impressed so I'm gonna keep playing it you know keep trying it out um so it's one of those things where like pick your poison we live in a we live in the best period in human history when it comes to technology and entertainment. Um, I mean, as a gamer, we're in the golden age, in my opinion. I don't care what anyone else says. You can play a video game on any device damn near as flawlessly as you did on a computer, you know, five years ago. And that's pretty incredible. I mean... PUBG kind of led the way, Fortnite, um, Call of Duty Mobile, you have Nintendo stretching its legs through um, into mobile gaming, releasing games left, I wouldn't say left and right, but they're, you know, coming out there. Pokemon Go is still huge, what is it, five, six years after they came out? Um, Stardew Valley is a game that's 
that did successfully on consoles and now it's even more successful on on phones minecraft we talked about earlier i mean so much fun to be had while you're out here and as i sit here thinking like what well, should i've gotten into this earlier i don't know if i'm gonna play a shooter i prefer to play that on a pc or on a console but the more games and different genres are released like this marvel game that's supposed to be an open world type of game um I mean, I'm going to jump in. They're usually free. They get you with the microtransactions. That's going to happen no matter what. That's where they're making all these billions of dollars. But it's growing, y'all. 90 billion last year. They expect almost 200 billion in three, four years. That's insane. So let me know. Have you jumped on board yet? Are you a part of the mobile gaming community? What are you playing? Are you checking it out? Um, are you a streamer? We didn't even talk about streaming. Streaming's blowing up, especially on Facebook um, for mobile games. I know people that started way after me and are doing way more views because people, not only can they play that game on their phone with you, they can watch it on their phone, and that's a big advantage. Um, you know, do you stream? Do you? Why do you prefer mobile gaming over other things? Do you even prefer it, or is it something that's just easier for you to do? So many questions, so many things to ask. I will post this on my Twitter as well. Ask the question if you guys want to interact. It is at Nerd Related Crew on Twitter. Check us out. Make sure you hit the follow. Make sure you hit subscribe. And as well, make sure you're listening to these podcasts in the future. It's the OG Nerd himself, Lobo Malo, checking you guys out. Appreciate you stopping by. Mobile Gaming's on the rise. I'm about to jump in it. Let's see what happens. Deuces. Have a good night. Good day, good afternoon, wherever you are, just have a good one. See ya.